you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Red Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. On today's episode, our resident general manager, Super Bowl champion, and executive of the year, Scott Pioli, joins us. As Scott has an article out on NFL.com right now highlighting minority candidates that should get a closer look as the NFL nears another coaching cycle. And he also details his inspiration for this piece, which came on a Thursday night football game with the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Green Bay Packers. And Scott, you mentioned Jerry Gray and Jerry Gray had to sub in for Joe Barry, the Packers defensive coordinator who was out due to COVID-19 and performed very well calling plays and calling that defense and getting that win for the Green Bay Packers. Why did that particular instance strike you and motivate you in the days that followed to get this piece out? You know, Rhett, it's interesting. You know, I've known Jerry and watched his work for for a while and and watching that game um, prepare itself. Jerry uh, is the primary uh, figure in in this article and and where I started and where I tweeted and, and talked about it. But the inspiration for this story really has has been there, and I remember talking sure. with the folks here at NFL Media and saying, "Listen, I you know there's this piece I want to write, and I want to make sure there's going to be reasons and that we should, and they'll arise, and and I'll bring it up." And then when this happened, I I, I sent that tweet out at the time because it was it was just one more moment, Rhett, where we've seen we've seen this movie before, right? Here's this coach who does a terrific job and and doesn't get acknowledged appropriately for the job that he did. And and that's not to sit here and say that the people announcing the game uh, at all. I'm not saying that they're that, that anyone is 
of them is racist, but there's this yeah. tendency that we have um, when we don't know people, we don't know, or we're not comfortable, or we're not in a comfortable space, um, just to say that the, the truth. And you know, as I watched this game unfold, I was I was dumbfounded that Jerry had just been announced he was going to be the, the play caller that week. Well, we've heard that you know Joe Barry is not calling the game defensively as a defensive coordinator. There's Jerry Gray. So the way that the mechanics are working over there on that Packers sidelines, Jerry Gray, who's a secondary coach, will call the coverage to the inside linebacker coach, Kirk Olivadotti, right there, and then he'll marry that with a defensive front, and he'll call that into Devondre Campbell, the middle linebacker. So that's there's a lot going on there in order to communicate the defensive scheme on each play. And he was doing an incredible job. He called a great defense. He called a great game. And it, it just bothered me um, that he wasn't getting acknowledged and recognized, not only in the moment on the the broadcast, but after the game. Yeah. And to me, it, it's something that we've seen uh, over and over again. And we we can look at it, you know, through with a, a million other examples, unfortunately. Yeah, no question. And uh, it's it's something that, you know, we've been, we, we've talked about at times, you know, on different platforms, uh, you know, here at the NFL. And it's certainly something that has been a point of emphasis. But, you know, the the overwhelming change that has been advocated for just hasn't hasn't happened yet. And I, so I understand your point. I know it's something that, that you've been, you know, following in, in a passion of yours, you know, from your time in the league. Um, and now I'm, I'm sure only amplified watching it, uh, you know, from the outside here. Part of my process, you know, when I yeah. wrote this article, I made sure it was people that I knew and or knew of and knew through reliable sources. Right. And uh, again, I know Jerry. I also know people that have played for Jerry. The next person that I meet that played for Jerry or worked with Jerry and says something bad will be the first person I hear say it. And, you know, people, I, I can't tell you direct messages and or text messages that I got a couple of weeks ago when that, when I sent that tweet out. And even t again today, since the article, you know, um, of former players, guys that played for him that talked about his ability, not only to coach, but his ability to develop, to develop them. And really that's what players care about. Players, are willing to do a lot of things. And if they find someone that's going to help develop them and make them better, which makes allows them or gives them the opportunity to make more money and or to have success or be a part of team success, they're all in. I think it's a great point. And Jerry's had some head coaching interviews, but most yeah. of them in the past, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, like 10, 12 years ago, as I remember. Is that about right? Yeah. The, uh, he's had a total of, I want to say, three head coaching yeah. Uh, interviews and 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 we know how those interviews happen some or why they happen sometimes again if we're gonna we're gonna talk about this whole really thing cool. and yep. yeah yeah and and um some people do it to check a box some people do it with authenticity um but jerry's had three interviews in the past uh, with different clubs yeah. and um hasn't had an opportunity and i also know um you know how that goes is sometimes you know, people choose who they want and they they generally choose who they're most comfortable with or have sure. some prior knowledge with. It's a great point. That's a great point. And getting out of that mindset 
I think is also a part of this and, and, and understanding and, and widening, you know, your understanding of, of these candidates, I think is, is a big part of what we're all trying to do here. And, or just well. to get to know them, right? Because yeah. there's people that are in the buildings and, and let's, let's talk about human nature and the, the, the human factor in this. You know, when you look at what the top ownership is in the NFL and or presidents and the people that are the decision makers, when they're going to hire coaches, they are most comfortable, generally speaking, with people that look like them. And then they hire a certain type of person and the head coaches are then going to hire a staff and they go through a similar process. And very often um, they're going to hire people that that, again, look like them. And it's. It's um, not a justification. It's not an excuse. It's an acknowledgement of what human nature is and what um, bias is and what implicit bias is. And there's got to be a better, smarter way if we're going to change some of some of this hiring um, in, in order for people to get to know one another and get comfortable with one another. Yeah. And for some of these franchises that are going to be making these moves uh, for new head coaches and new general managers, uncomfortability should be a good thing. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. What, what, what you've been doing hasn't worked. And so now <laughs> it's time to try something new. Uh, yeah. And, and so I, I think that's, that's a good point that you make as well. Uh, and I want to look at some of the candidates that you highlighted here in, uh, in your piece, uh, which is out on NFL.com right now. Terrell Austin is a really intriguing mm. one to me. Terrell Austin was hired as senior defensive assistant slash secondary on Friday afternoon. Austin, who was born in Sharon, Pennsylvania, brings 15 years of NFL coaching experience with him to the Steelers. He was a red hot name uh, about a decade ago when he was the defensive coordinator for Jim Caldwell. Um, I had the the good fortune at that time of being a diehard Detroit Lions fan because my dad was the head athletic trainer for the Lions at that time. Absolutely adored working for Jim Caldwell, who made some really good coaching hires as to fill out his staff. And Terrell Austin might have been the very best because that defense was stellar when they were together. Hey, and you know what? So I had... I had the honor and the and the privilege of when we were hiring uh you know I was part of the leadership group the small leadership group of the Atlanta Falcons right um when we were getting ready to hire our our next head coach and Terrell was one of the people that we met with and I had known him from a high hello how you doing shake hands and and because I, because I have always forced myself to yeah. be in certain circles that maybe aren't uh seemingly natural uh, to some folks and he knocked it out of the park in this interview. I mean, on every level, he had a plan. He had, he had, he has that it, um, he has a plan, he has background, he has pedigree. And when I say pedigree, you know, we always talk about the word pedigree. It's interesting how often it comes up, Rhett, uh, when we're talking about people, uh, that look like you and I, yeah. right. And then we don't use that word very often. And, you know, when we're talking about candidates of color, we, for whatever reason, we don't. And, and, and Terrell's one of those people. He was really hot and he should have yeah. been because he was a heck of a football coach and he demanded and commanded respect and he got respect. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, things don't go out perfect, go on perfectly. Yeah. He doesn't get an opportunity. And, and then he, you know, we, we don't hear from him enough. 
you know, I think that's a good point. And I mean, I remember distinctly thinking after that first season where he was phenomenal in the defensive coordinator role for the Lions and was getting all this head coaching buzz and was getting interviews like, oh, he's gone. You know, that's and that's going to be a huge loss. Yeah. It's yeah. Be, and it ended up not happening. It's like, huh. OK, well, and, and happy to have him back. That's the other thing I talk about in here. There's there's other previous coaches with previous head coaching experience. And, and Jim Caldwell should be at the top of that list. It's Jim Caldwell trying to become the first rookie coach to win a Super Bowl since George Seifert. How about when I asked Coach Caldwell the other day, I said, you know, how do you feel during the game? And he goes, uh, because you look pretty calm. He says, well, whatever you see, when you put that camera on me, I'm probably calmer even on the inside. I, I go, why is that? He goes, when you're prepared, there's no reason to sweat. You know, we look at all the number of coaches that get second chances. You know, um, my dear friend and, and former colleague Bill Belichick was given his second chance. You look at all the coaches yeah. that were given second chances. And then on this list, you know, that I have here today, it's Todd Bowles. It's Leslie Frazier. It's Vance Joseph, Marvin Lewis, Raheem Morris. They were all they all at one point in time did do a good job in the when they were head coaches. But Jim Caldwell, the job that he did yeah. was incredible. And again, you talk about someone who the, the next person I say I hear say anything negative about them will be the first person. That's Jim Caldwell. And it's not just that he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And he's a heck of a football coach. And he's a brilliant man. And he's a leader. And he's strong. And he's smart. And he's tough. I mean, he won at Wake Forest for crying out loud. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's And so there's... You know, even before, uh, you know, we're talking about some of the co- coaches like Terrell that are on uh, on the list, but these these former head coaches that haven't um, that haven't been given another opportunity, and it, and it dumbfounds me. And who are some of the other names that that have really stuck out to you that you uh, that you felt uh, you really wanted to include in this piece? Yeah, in the piece, I just I make a brief mention of Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich, but I didn't delve into them with the backgrounds because. You know, everyone kind of knows they're more knows who they are and a little bit about them, you know, and I talk about Marcus Brady at Indianapolis. I understand my position. I understand, um, you know, what's going on in the media, because it is a topic of discussion. Uh, You know, the lack of minorities, you know, getting these opportunities. So I'm definitely blessed and thankful for this. Um, I understand that I got to go out there and do a great job. You know, Um, it is my responsibility that given this opportunity to go out there and produce so that others, you know, get the same opportunities that, that I've been blessed with here. I talk about, again, Jerry Gray. And I'm talking about these people as head coaching candidates. But I think the other important part of of this article is I wanted to, you know, shine a light also on some of the backgrounds of candidates of coaches that are assistant coaches, either um, or, or coaches that can be coordinators or should be considered as coordinators. Because as we know, there's this path on how you become a head coach and there's not enough coordinators. So we talk about the pipeline all the time. And the pipeline is full of, of good coaches, but there's also other coaches that aren't coordinators that are sitting there waiting. It's, I talk about Reggie Barlow, who we know played in the league forever, was a terrific player. And yeah. he's that coach at Virginia State. He's been a two-time, you know, black college football national champion head coach, yeah. you know, at, at different schools, not at Virginia State. You know, Adam Durde is, you know, who's at the, um, the, the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys yeah. right now. I worked with him in Atlanta when he was one of our Bill Walsh uh, Minority Fellowship interns. And I watched him. I spent time with him. 
and saw not only what a good coach he was and how players responded to him, but here's a guy who actually played in the NFL and people don't know that through the NFL's international program. And he, you know, he also knows how to evaluate players. That was one of the things I get, you know, some coaches, I get to see this unique ability that they have because of my background in player evaluation. Not every coach can evaluate players. Yeah. And, and, and that's not a strike against a coach. It's coach's job is to coach players, to develop players and to put them in position to win games. But that doesn't mean that they can all evaluate really well. Adden has that ability to not only coach players, do all the things that coaches need to do, but he has an eye for talent. And he's really helped the, the NFL's international player pathway program with that eye. Yeah, you know, look at that. we get both of both of your passions coming together in one <laughs> candidate here. With the, yeah, the exactly. And, these, and, and also minority. It's it's really cool because he's of uh, in, you know, he's he's from Britain, correct? From Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's and really cool. uh, yeah, and you know, we talk about Gerard Mayo, about yeah. uh, Tem Lacabo at, at Boston College, and Fred McNair, who's the head coach at Alcorn State, Marcus Robertson with the Cardinals. These are all really good coaches that should and could have an opportunity to be coordinators. You know, another head coach candidate that I, that I didn't put on this list there. And I felt bad that there weren't enough, there wasn't enough time or space for me to sure. put all the names down, but, but Pep Hamilton, right? Oh yeah. Pep Hamilton. There's another coach who's been around an awful lot of success and an awful lot of really good coaches mm-hmm. and knows what he's doing. And just, again, at, at what point in time do these folks get opportunities? Right. So we're identifying problems within the mm-hmm. system, right? And the pathway is is part of that, right? The path to yes. be, like is it, you know, going from coach to coordinator and then having that opportunity from coordinator, you know, to coach. So there's a lot of different steps um that we're identifying where there are some issues. We've identified some candidates who fit the bill here for successful NFL teams and leaders and coaches. But now how do we how do we merge that? How do we fix that? And yeah. What are the possible solutions? And, and Scott, we're going to dig into that right after this quick break here on NFL Inside Report. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Back here with Scott Pioli on NFL Inside Report and discussing some of the minority candidates that maybe aren't, you know, top of the line types of names in terms of attention and those that are household names like a Byron Leftwich and like you know, Eric Bieniemy. I think that's important too because in identifying the, the solutions to the minority coaching issue here in the NFL is identifying how we can get more opportunities. And as you've been talking about, Scott, one of the potential solutions is kind of reinvigorating the pipeline and yeah. understanding how coaches do get their opportunities going from, you know, assistant to coordinator to head coach. And and how do you view that as one of these uh, potential solutions that we're, we're trying to get here? Yeah, I, I think one of the solutions was right, what we were just talking a little bit about is making sure that we have you know, people in the pipeline and the people are there. And then once they're in the pipeline, it's people hiring the best people and, and making sure that leaders like leaders have a lot of things to do and leaders are supposed to do things And I'm talking about owners. I'm talking about head coaches, getting to know people and spending time with people mm-hmm. to get to know people and their skills even if they're culturally different, even if things get outside of your comfort zone a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, I, I think that there's, there's, there's so many things that affect this. I look at a, a, a player like Gerard Mayo, okay. Former player like Gerard Mayo, who was a top 10 pick NFL rookie of the year was headed to some special places. If not for injuries, he becomes an assistant coach. He is in line, he's a co-coordinator up at the New England Patriots. Solution: The Philadelphia Eagles. They, of course, have a coaching search as well after firing Doug Peterson. Got a little bit of a late start. They do have an interview scheduled over the next couple of days. Gerard Mayo, the former Patriots captain and linebacker, uh, the player that they used to call Gerard Belichick when he was with the Patriots back when I was covering, just because he sounded like a coach. He is the inside linebackers coach for New England and going to interview for the Eagles head coaching job. Over the next couple of days would be a huge jump for Mayo. Here's a guy who has spent all of his career with Bill Belichick. Yeah. Part of the solution is people are calling Bill Belichick and or the Kraft family to talk about, you know, in the past, people like Josh McDaniels, people, every, you know, assistant coach, Matt Patricia, all of the folks that have gone through that program and then become coaches why aren't they talking and asking about Gerard Mayo? You know, maybe there's this responsibility by the people in New England, not that you want to give away good coaches, but right. maybe in a way to, to uh, help push that. But he, here's one of the, I think, one of the biggest areas we can improve things, Rhett. And it was the purpose of that original article or the tweet and then the on-air segment that I did on Jerry Gray is owners listen to the media. They really do. And they listen to the buzz. They pay attention to the buzz. Owners are very busy people, but a lot of information they get is what they get from the media. In my opinion, I think there's a great deal of responsibility by the media in order to talk about people. And I'm not going to mention the names of the coaches that don't look like Jerry Gray, but we could all know the names that are being pushed every year that are being pushed right now that everyone is talking about. And most of those people look like the media people that are talking about them. So it's not just an ownership issue or just a a head coaching issue in terms of people, you know, coming together in relationships. Um, 
the media has a great deal of responsibility for promoting and talking about. This is why I reached out to our bosses, you know, yeah. our bosses at NFL Media and said, listen, sure. I want to write an article and I want to talk about people that don't look like me because when when someone else is writing the article and they look like the people they're talking about, immediately people think there's an agenda. Sure. And and and, and that's not fair and it's not right. And and I'm a firm believer in the principle, the biblical principle that to whom much is given, much, much more will be required. And part of this is you're asking the question, what is part of the solution? I think part of the solution is for media members um, to give fair and balanced information about the people that could be and should be candidates because people are listening. And again, yeah. we, we all know who the hot names are, right? And, and this is no, dis- and no disrespect to any of the people that are hot candidates because they should be. You know, everyone know, knows Kellen Moore's name, right? Yeah. Everyone, because he's talked about every week. Yeah. Why aren't we talking as much about Byron Leftwich? You know, yeah. why aren't we talking? And again, I don't say that in any way. And I mean this sincerely to be disrespectful to Kellen because he should be talked about. Why aren't we spending the amount of airtime talking about, you know, Eric B. Enemy, Byron Leftwich or, yeah. you know, again, Jerry Gray. Yeah. I think those are uh, those those are great points, and you know I think yeah, the, we've made some tweaks, some amendments to the Rooney Rule um, in recent years. Uh, seems like every year there's something that's tinkered with a little bit to try and make it better, to try to influence teams uh, to learn more about other potential candidates um, yeah. in the minority pool. We've seen the coaching summit right the last uh, couple of years, but mostly for offensive coaches, because that's kind of where the direction of the league was going in terms of leadership positions. I've seen that, you know, as well mm-hmm. the last couple of years. Is it, do you feel like there's anything that could be done to help, you know, break this cycle procedurally, uh, which yeah, is kind well, of what we've seen from the Rooney Rule standpoint. Yeah, th- th- this might get a little bit too deep into all the work and the studying I've done for years and years and years. And, but but you're asking a question, so I'm going to give my answer and what I believe to be the truth. I think the uh, at the onset, the Rooney Rule was fantastic. It had good intentions. It was intended um, to do something and make a difference and make a change. And again, I think there were a number of people that were behind it that believed in it, wanted it, and thought it was going to work. But just like, you know, Rhett, again, I've studied a lot of this. When we look at this country, historically, you look at policy that we put in place and changes that we want to make, we see something's wrong. We make a change. We create a policy. We start to follow the policy. And inevitably, there's people that want a shortcut for whatever their reasons are that they want a shortcut. And we've seen this with the Rooney Rule. And people start to circumvent rules. Yeah. They circumvent rules and policy that are made, um, again, for whatever their intentions are. And they find the holes, they create holes, they create loopholes, they find, again, ways to circumvent things. And it doesn't allow the rule to work what it is. What we need to do with the Rooney Rule and any other policy like this, again, historically in this country, we've done it, you know, every couple of decades. We're we're doing things in the country right now. But what we don't do is periodically revisit those policies more often, more frequently in order to say, okay, this is the... This is a problem. (laughs) Good intentions. We need to stay on top of these things because they're living and they're breathing and there's always going to be people for whatever their reasons are trying to circumvent it. I think those are all great points. And uh, look, Scott, I just, you know, I want to say I I appreciate your, 
I appreciate you lending your voice to this important issue in the NFL and uh, feel proud that we can amplify it at least a little bit here on NFL Inside Report. And thank you very much for for offering your time and uh, and your wisdom on this subject here um, as we approach another coaching cycle here in the NFL. Well, thank you, Rhett. I really appreciate you yeah. thinking this is important enough to have, it is. you know, have more voices on it and and to, to amplify and to, to put it front and center. So thanks to you and and thanks to Thomas, who I know is yeah, of well No, I, I of really course. appreciate it, guys, more than you realize. Well, Scott, great work. NFL.com uh, right now. Check out Scott's article on minority coaching candidates uh, here in the NFL. Thanks, Scott. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We greatly appreciate it. We're back with you on Friday as we get set for Week 15 in the NFL. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.